Hello everyone and welcome back to Let's Go On an Adventure. It is so glad, oh so good, so good, let me see if I can speak today. <laughs> so good to actually finally be back on an, a regular schedule for episodes every Sunday. Nice to get back into the rhythm of things. It's been such a hectic summer, it's not even funny. Between the two jobs that I work and having my sister with me and my sister's cat, which I love them both dearly. But as anyone knows, when it comes to a cat, when it comes to working with a computer or a microphone, it is rather difficult. <laughs> so, but we're back. We're back on schedule. We are on episode 16, guys. Episode 16. We have made it so far. And we've reached so many countries. And it's exciting. And I couldn't be more happy. Thank you all for making this possible and making checking my podcast daily a exciting adventure for myself. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Today's podcast is going to be a little different. I have not been able to focus on a book lately, but I have been able to focus on manga because it's pictures. Let's let's face it. Sometimes focusing on pictures with words is easier sometimes when we're overwhelmed than with a book that's nothing but words. So and this manga is actually really close to my heart. This is the first manga that I ever delved into, and it is none other than Inuyasha. Now, to be fair, what got me into the manga was actually the anime Inuyasha, um, as funny as it was, because growing up, I wasn't allowed to watch anime. Very different household, we'll just say that, and watching anime was not allowed. It was considered evil or bad, whatever you want to you know, call it, so I wasn't allowed to, uh, which made waking up super, super early or staying up super, super late to watch Inuyasha on Adult Swim when it was there, the highlight of my days. And yes, I did that quite often. <laughs> and it was on Adult Swim because there is swearing, there is some, uh, not suggestive, there's really not much suggested at all. But as we all know with manga and anime, the artwork is very mature. Whether it's from blood, whether it's from the femininity and how they uh, draw women or how they draw men and everything. They very much uh, design the physique. <laughs> so it was on Adult Swim for that reason. For those of you who don't know what manga is, manga is essentially the best way I can describe it is think of a comic book, but with more. Has the same type of concept of, you know. You got the pictures with words and then you flip the pages like that in that concept. I know I am not doing it justice in the explanation, so don't come at me. Trying to explain manga to someone who has never known what manga is is difficult. Think of a storybook that you read left to right, or sorry, right to left as opposed to left to right, that has pictures all the way through and is thicker than a comic book. Comic book at most is like, what, 20 pages, whereas a manga is literally a full story not just an action-packed episode it's a full story think of more like a soap opera with pictures at least that's how i visualize when it comes to inuyasha and the reason why i say soap opera is because there's a little bit of everything in the elements there's angst there's drama there's action there's comedy there's a little bit of everything absolutely everything in it which is why it's one of my favorite animes uh, it's considered a shonen fantasy manga, action manga, whereas, you know, things like Fruits Basket is more of a slice of life, 
very cutesy. Well, cutesy with a little bit of drama. <laughs> Fruits Baskets is one of my favorite. Don't judge me. Don't come after me. It's cute. Leave me alone. <laughs> and, but this is definitely one of my favorite ones. The author by, for Inuyasha is Romiko Takahashi. And she's known for Inuyasha, Ranma uh, One Half, as well as Maisen Inaku. Inaku. Again, I'm not Japanese. If I'm butchering these, sincerest apologies. No disrespect meant at all. I am very Caucasian. <laughs> and, but I, I do try. I truly do try. So the manga itself is 56 volumes. And by volumes, think of like two or three episodes of a manga in, or of an anime in one book. Okay. So there's 56 of them. The anime itself, there's 167 episodes and that's from season one through seven. And then the final act, which is technically separate. Part of the reason why I'm also doing this one is because Inuyasha has essentially been renewed with a sequel and they have the first two seasons out still pending on the third season where it is literally the children of the main characters which is absolutely fantastic for those of us who were diehard Inuyasha fans this was great and especially since it's 10 years later ah my heart so the concept of Inuyasha is pretty cool in my opinion like I said very fantasy as we know who I am that's like all I read <laughs> fantasy escape from reality about a 15 year old girl whose family owns a shrine and one day she falls into a well uh, and by fall I mean she was literally grabbed by a demon and transporter transported ugh, into another era of Japan uh, and because of that she deals with a bunch of trials and tribulations um, think of it as more like the medieval era I cannot for the life of me remember the name of the actual era so again don't come at me uh, they I want to say they kept changing it through the manga and the show. Uh, so it was eh, medieval is the best way to explain it. So she goes through this well and she realizes that there's demons in this world. Like straight up out of a horror book demons that want to kill her because of some jewel that she possesses. The Shikan no Tama, also known as the Shikan Jewel. It's the Jewel of Four Souls. And it's basically in her body. A demon essentially cuts it out without I don't want to say without meaning to they're trying to kill her but they essentially cut it out and that's how she knows it's there but her wondering is you know why is it there well it was there because she was reincarnated from the priestess of that era known as Kikyo Kikyo was a priestess that cleansed that area of demons she was a high priestess one of the few people who could handle the Shikan jewel the thing about the Shikan jewel is it had a way of attracting bad people as well as demons because it would make their power tenfold it would increase everything you basically give them anything they could ever want now during that time period when kikyo was alive there was another demon but he was a half demon that also wanted the jewel his name was inuyasha however he fell in love with kikyo and decided that he would become human with the power of the shikan jewel to be with her however something happened and she betrayed him he betrayed her and she ended up shooting him with a sacred arrow to a tree which made him sleep for 50 years this is where kagome comes in it's been 50 years in the essentially demon era or medieval era of japan and 
the feudal era. There we go. That's the right word. The feudal era. Feudal era Japan. And she runs across him. She runs across him twice. When she first comes out of the well, which in this time is called the Bone Eater's Well, because it's where they dispose of all the demon's bones down this well. She comes, crawls out of it. She sees him pinned to a tree with, like, roots wrapped around him. But can tell he's still alive. Doesn't understand why he's there, but whatever. Villagers essentially come and take her. And the head priestess then is actually Kikyo's younger sister, Kaede. So now at this point, she's like 50, 60 years old. She's, she's an old woman. Which for the feudal era, that's amazing if you can live that far. Because of disease, famine, and everything like that. The average age was like 40. And that's cutting it close. You didn't live very long in that time period. And you add demons to it. It's uh, your, your lifespan is kind of short. You're not expected to live that long. Kaede, however, realizes that Kagome looks almost identical to her sister and is the one who shows them, shows everyone that she is actually the reincarnation of Kikyo. Well, the demon that had originally brought her essentially to the feudal era by kidnapping her comes and tries to attack the village. So Kagome runs and she runs to the forest of Inuyasha, the forest where Inuyasha is pinned to a tree. She's bleeding at this point because she's been attacked. And so she's running as fast as she can, trying to get the demon away from the villagers. The smell of her blood is what wakes up Inuyasha. But he can't remove the arrow. Kagome, in desperation, wanting to not die, removes the arrow. And that's essentially the beginning of their travels. It's a really good manga full of angst, full of just a bunch of different stuff. And by angst, I will say that something happens that brings Kikyo back to life. And that's where the angst starts. Kagome being the lead female character and Inuyasha being the lead male character. You can assume where that angst comes from. It's really cute, guys. This is one of my favorite anime mangas or manga anime, however you want to put it, out there. Absolutely favorite. It is one that I can rewatch over and over and over again just because it feels like home to me. For those who don't understand that sentiment, it's simply that it, it's a feel-good show for me. Some people rewatch The Office or rewatch Grey's Anatomy um, or any of the other Gilmore Girls, Supernatural. I will rewatch Inuyasha. It's just it's cute. They keep going through their travels. They gain new friends, including a pervy monk named Moroku, um, a demon slayer named Sango, a Kitsune or fox demon um known as shippo and they're just their team grows bigger and bigger Inuyasha also has a big brother they just don't really like each other and by don't really like each other sashomaru the big brother is full-fledged demon as you can imagine half demons are not really well accepted in either world in humans or in the demon world Think of it being a highly discriminatory or racial area. It's essentially the best way to compare it to. For those of you who are offended, I'm not saying anything about you. I'm talking about the relation of this story. Okay? Because that's literally what it, what it is. And it explains that in the uh, manga and in the uh, uh, novels that he does not fit in anywhere. Humans don't accept him and neither do the demons. Demons actually try to kill him and in few areas... So do, uh, so do humans. He's made fun of if he does survive and just look down upon. He's nothing but trash in the eyes of both sides. It's kind of rough. 
But because of that, you can understand why he has a hate towards everybody, essentially. But as everyone grows and they gain friends and everything, he finds a new meaning to himself as well as Kagome. Now, everyone in this manga is pretty young. And by pretty young, I mean Kagome is only supposed to be about 15. Actually, she is 15. She's a 15-year-old girl. She says that constantly. Sango is the age of about a 16-year-old girl. Moroku is supposed to be like the oldest, being at about 19. And aside from the 50-year nap that Inuyasha had, he's only supposed to be about 17. 18 at most. And Kikyo, when she died, was about 18. Shippo, he's half, or he's a full demon. He could be anywhere between like 12 to 200. He acts like a 12-year-old though, which is great. Sashomaru, again, ancient because he's a full-fledged demon. They are dog demons. Now, people are going to look at me and be like, wait, what do you mean dog demons? So it is explained in the manga and in the anime that their father was the great dog demon of the West. In other words, he ruled the Western lands. Sashomaru, being a full-blood demon of uh, his father and his mother, is also a dog demon. And Yasha was the product of his father falling in love with a human female, a human woman, hence the half-demon. And unfortunately, she died. She died, I believe, in a fire, if I remember right. Um, their dad didn't get there fast enough, and unfortunately, she perished. And he fought back with everything that he had, killed the person that essentially set their house on fire before dying himself. It's kind of a little tragic thing. However, Sashomaru hates Inuyasha simply for that fact, because he feels like his father was weak for falling for a human woman and is disgusted with the aspect that he has a younger brother that's a half-demon. Now, don't get me wrong. When it comes to simping for an anime character, I love Inuyasha. I truly do. His big brother has my heart. Has my heart. Now, even though the story is, is straight up called Inuyasha, you do get some snippets or some volumes and episodes where it's not just Inuyasha. It's other people's story. For instance, you see some growth with Sashomaru. Sashomaru hates humans. You see him gain a human ward and actually caring for him or caring for her. And she cares for Sashomaru and things progress in that direction. You see growth with uh, Moroku in his past. Same with Songo and her past and her future. Uh, a few different other ones where there's more than just, you know, Inuyasha. It may be his story, but you got to let everyone else grow. Now, as I was saying, there is a sequel that has come out and came out in 2020, literally 10 years after the anime ended. The anime went on from 2000 to 2010. The manga started in 1996 and it went till 2008. Hence why it took a little bit before it actually ended and before it started for anime. Yashihime, I believe they're actually writing the manga while producing the show. And by that, I mean... They wrote the first set of manga and then produced the show while still writing more manga. So it is all completely fairly new, which is really exciting. It is kind of slow to get into, but it brings in the old characters with a lots of new characters. And by lots of new characters, three main. Um, the children of Seshomaru and the daughter of Inuyasha. I am not going to say who the mothers are. You can figure that out on your own or read the manga. Again, this is one of my favorite mangas, and I'm excited to see how this new show develops 
that was terrible English, develops, sorry, and how the characters will grow, how things will turn out. It makes me really excited. Anytime an anime or a manga is continued, I get excited. Uh, Fruits Basket was another one that came out in 2001. They only did a season almost 20 years later. They redid it and it made it all the way through three seasons, finished it, and now they're producing a prequel movie, which is highly acclaimed and people are so excited for. The reason, other reason why I've brought out manga is because we live in a time where manga has made such a strong comeback. And yes, I am a nerd on so many levels. Love video games, love manga, love anime, love my fantasy books. I play D&D, love 40k Warhammer. I'm that person. I absolutely love it. Transformers, favorite, favorite movie series. Don't judge me. I did watch the cartoons too, so meh. But I am that nerd. And seeing that manga has made such a comeback makes me happy. Movies, manga movies are actually hitting theaters. Beforehand, manga movies didn't hit theaters. They released them and they showed them on TV or you had to rent them. I know for all those that are younger than my age, which is dating me, uh, yes, we had to actually rent our movies, movies. And I don't mean Redbox. I mean, we had to rent them at Blockbuster from tapes. I know, tapes, scary. <laughs> and that's how we could watch these new movies is they didn't, they didn't come out in theaters. Inuyasha has four or five movies and not one of them made it to theaters. This newer anime, though, they're making it to theaters. Demon Slayer, the movie, came out in theaters and it was so highly praised. It made so much money and people absolutely loved it. Uh, uh, SAO, Sword Art Online, is coming out with a movie that is going to make it to theaters and it's so exciting. There's more merch today for anime than there has been in over 10 years. You can go to places like Hot Topic, Box Lunch, anywhere online and get anime t-shirts. You can get sweatshirts. You can get memorabilia, everything for different types of manga and anime. And it's so exciting to see because at most you would see maybe a few things for DBZ, Dragon Ball Z, or maybe for, you know, Avatar, you'd find some stuff like that. And yes, it's an American anime, but it's still considered an anime. Or you'd find stuff for like Sailor Moon here and there, maybe a poster or two. But now we live in a day where you can get so much more. I have a Inuyasha tapestry that I'm so excited. I have some pins that have Seshomaru on it. Um, I have a backpack that has Inuyasha and Kagome and Japanese flowers everywhere. It is one of my favorite things that I use. Straps broken, but it's okay. But beforehand, you could get very few things like Pokemon stuff, Digimon stuff, and Yu-Gi-Oh! Things that were... You, you just, those had cards that you could collect. There was an actual game that came with it. Therefore, you know, it was easier to do, but these other ones didn't have that. And so to see so much more merch and having it be reborn, if you will, makes my heart so happy. And I can't wait to see more that comes out. More that comes out and the more that the older shows and manga come back and have this new generation read and watch. Uh, another good one for all those who are just beginning your manga and anime uh, travels, uh, Renori Kenshin, absolutely fantastic. One of my favorites as well. I could give you a list, including some that are kind of weird, but you know, eh, I'm a weird person. What can I say? So that'll be it today, guys. I know it was a different 
podcast than normal. It wasn't an actual book book. It was, you know, a manga series. But you know what? It was something that was read. And get into it. It's really cool. Manga's not for everyone. Don't get me wrong. Go get, you know, go to the library and just peruse through one and see how you like it. But they're not bad, guys. They're actually pretty cool. So give it a shot. And hopefully this podcast has led you to your next anime adventure. You guys have a good one.